All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to MPL Day. Live business and legal concepts using pop culture and so it's your first time watching the show. If you don't know who this lady is on the internet, how'd you find me? And welcome. <laughs> uh, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of MPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your paperwork together. So if you need help with things like registering your business with the state, getting EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, making sure you have appropriate contracts, basic brand protection strategies, um, hiring policies, all of those foundational things to, you know, get your business started off on the right foot. I'm a licensed attorney. I've been one for 14 years in counting with a specialization in business formation. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. <clears throat> Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school. Let's face it, you know, it's a lot of money and a lot of time. But a lot of people have amazing business ideas, and if you're going to be successful in business, there are some concepts that you're going to need to know. No way around it. So that's why I'm here. So if you are in the startup phase of your business, or if you're trying to decide if you want to start a business and you need some guidance, I'm your girl. Go to Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm. Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. That is the only link in my bio on Instagram, and it is all over my other social medias, um, Facebook and Twitter and wherever else I am. I think I'm on Pinterest too. Um, yes. Hey, Lareed. Uh, so yeah, so you can find me in all those places. And if you're a first time client, you can set up a free 15 minute consultation. Um, you can also download the free biz launch sheet sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Now, if you need a little bit more help than that, um, you can book a one-on-one -on -one session. I do have a, a special for Tuesdays called talk to me Tuesdays, where you can get 25 minutes of my time for $25 versus my regular 247 for one hour. So I would suggest you take advantage of that if you need to talk to me. All right? Okay. Um, now, I've talked enough, enough about my business. Let's talk about the show. The way that the show works is that I pull stories from the news, stories that you lovely people sent me, stories that, um, you know, on blog sites, and I pull the ones that have concepts that we can learn as business owners, and we talk about them, okay? So this is a time for us to, you know, really kind of work our brains. I want y'all to comment. I want y'all to question. Don't be afraid to get involved in the conversation. It's a lot more fun when we're all talking to each other, okay? Um, so the stories that we have for today, um, we have three main stories, and if we have some time, I want to get into this Jada and Will and August situation to impress upon you the importance of non-disclosure agreements, but only if we have time, okay? But um, we are going to get started with the regular show, all right? So let's go, let's go, let's go. All right, so for those of you who watch this show with any regularity, um, if you watched it last week in particular, we talked about Ferrari. Um, so if you were here last week when we talked about Ferrari, please give me a car emoji. Um, for those of you who don't know, the company Ferrari, um, they, you know, they make cars. Everybody knows them for cars, but they have a particular type of car. Lareed <laughs> said, let's have time. You want me to make time? Okay, we'll see if we can make some time. All right. But um, Ferrari, 
They um, have a very famous uh, design of their car called the 250 GT, right? It's a car that they manufactured in, hold on, yeah, it's a car that they hadn't produced, hey, 76 Grim K, oh, I'm talking about, um, I'm talking about your story in a little bit, okay? It's a car that they haven't produced since 1964, and last week, we were talking about how another company wanted to kind of recreate the 250 GT, but Ferrari tried to stop them, and Ferrari ended up losing their trade design on the 250 GT, so... Thank you, Lareed, for the um, for for the car emoji. Hey, essentially true. So, in short, Ferrari had had the the design of their 250 um, GT. They had a trade design on it. They didn't make the car the car anymore, so they didn't. So they their trademark was not in use. So when another company tried to make the car, they lost their trademark, their trade design. Right. So they lost the trademark on the design of the car. But Ferrari said, look, you might be able to make a copy of our car, but you're not going to get the name. So in response to Ferrari losing their trade design on the 250 GT, they have filed a trademark application for the name of the car. So they have filed a trademark application for the 250 GT as a name for the car. So um, if this goes through... That means that even if you design a car that is similar to the Ferrari 250 GT, you will not be able to call it a 250 GT because Ferrari is trying to stake their claim on that name. So for those of you who might be into cars or for those of you who are following that story, do you think that's a good move by Ferrari? They lost the trademark on the design, so now they're trying to trademark the name. Do you think that's a good move by them to try and preserve their 250 GT? What do y'all think about that? I personally, hi, Ra El Hotep. Um, uh, just me and Keto, essentially true. Hey, y'all, and, and I think I also missed who else? Lil Said 82, y'all came in. Hello, everybody. Uh, but yeah, I think that this is a very smart move by Ferrari. They're like, look, we can't, you know, we can't protect the design because we're not making it anymore, but at least we can protect the name. So you're not, essentially true thinks it's a good idea. Thanks. I'm glad that you agree with me, you know, because it's like if, if, if I can't prevent you from copying my car, at least I can prevent you from calling it that, right? 76 Grimke agrees with me. Lareed agrees with me. Um, essentially true said sometimes the name is more important. Right, right. Because think about it. If I have a car, let's say you have two cars and they're built exactly the same way, exactly the same parts, exactly the same color. One says Toyota and one says Ferrari. The Ferrari is going to cost a lot more specifically because of the name. The name has a lot of clout. So thank you, Essentially True. Sometimes the name is more important than the item. Look. I'm not a big designer girl, so when I see all of these designer bags and stuff, I don't get why people pay thousands and thousands of dollars for them. But it's the name. That name carries clout. It has a certain amount of status, and that's what people are paying for. So Ferrari is trying to solidify their space with this 250 GT and filing the trademark for the name of the car, even if they cannot preserve the design of the car, okay? So I think this is a very smart move by them. 
Um, and good luck to them in the future. Hey, Sincere39, we were just catching up on the Ferrari story. I don't know if you saw it anywhere in the news today. If you remember how we talked about Ferrari lost the design, the trade design mark to the 250 GT, they have since filed a trademark application to protect the name 250 GT since they can't protect the design of the car anymore. So I just wanted to update you guys about that. Okay, so all my Ferrari lovers, you know, go, um, oh, Ferrari trademarked, filed a trademark application for the name 250 GT um, as it relates to automobiles. Since they can no longer protect the design of the 250 GT, they at least want to protect the name. Okay? All right. Cool. So that's, yeah, we spent more time than I expected to spend on that story. That's okay, though. It's cool. Um, all right. They only made, yeah, they only made 36 of them, which means that they weren't using their trade design, right? So they specifically, they went and they got protection for the design of this car. When you get a trademark, um, when you get a trademark, it is because you are going to use it in commerce, right? Ferrari got this trademark for the design of this car and stopped making them. So they were no longer using it in commerce and that's how they lost it. Hi, Veshnei. So when you have a trademark, understand that it is a use it or lose it game. If you get a trademark and you don't use it, you can lose your rights to it. All right. And that's what happened to Ferrari with the design of their car. So that's why they're now trying to trademark the name. All right. Okay. Let's move on to our next story. If y'all saw the title to today's show, hold on, we got to go back since it now has a comment. He said, well, they made them by hand. They then made newer models, right? They made newer models, but they didn't make the 250 GT and the 250 GT was the only one they had a trade design for. Cause I think you said something they were on like the 448 or the 488. They don't have trade designs on those. Okay. All right. Moving on to our next story. Um, do we have any Cardi B fans in the house? If you are a Cardi B fan, give me an okay in the comments. Give me an okay you, you with three R's. I want to see okay in the comments if you are a Cardi B fan, okay? Um, so I love Cardi. I think she's so fun and everything. And I remember when I was doing, you don't like Cardi? Oh, you still don't get it since then? Hold on. Before we move on to the story, I want to make sure that Sincere 39 understands. So, Ferrari, remember we talked about the design of the 250 GT was protected. And then another car company wanted to recreate it, but because Ferrari didn't want them to, but because Ferrari hasn't made that car since the 60s, the court said, you haven't used this trade design in commerce, so you don't have it anymore. So they lost their trade design. So Ferrari said, well, if we can't protect the design, we're at least going to protect the name. So they filed a trademark for the 250 GT. Okay. All right. Okay. So I got at least two Cardi B fans over here on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. You get it, but it's Ferrari. That's all I'm saying. Hey, it's for, I look, I don't know how these people do their business. All right. I just report the news. I'm not the news. <laughs> I don't make it. Um, okay, so moving on to our next story, Cardi B, Cardi B, if you guys follow Cardi B on social media, you will have noticed that it, um, it was her daughter's second birthday, her daughter culture, um, and you know, I love watching Cardi on Instagram, she's like obsessed with culture, she loves dressing her up, you know, in her little outfits and making her match with mommy, um, and I guess Cardi has gotten into the baby fashion bug, because Cardi has filed a trademark application 
for a line of baby clothes. Um, how many of y'all would want to dress your babies up in Cardi B, ba Cardi B branded baby clothes? Um, she has filed a trademark for clothing like onesies, uh, bibs, headwear. So anything that a baby can wear, Cardi B um, is applying to make a clothing line out of that. And they're all going to have, you know, Cardi B somewhere embroidered on the baby clothes. So for my people out there who either have young children or are, you know, who want to have children in the future, would you purchase from the Cardi B baby line? 76 Grimke said no. Um, Sincere 39 said not me, but it would depend on the price and look. Uh, now, you know, while Cardi B's personal fashion may not be child friendly, I think that she is a person who's smart enough to hire a team to work with her and come up with a line that is suitable for children. Ageless Array said, no, not into name brands. And that is fair too. I'm not a big name brand person myself. Lareed said she would not purchase from the Cardi B baby line. Dang, okay. Y'all don't like Cardi? I love Cardi. I think she's so cute. And I think she would actually do a good job with a baby line. Now, I do think the line would be over the top because I see how she dressed culture and culture is always doing the most. But that's Cardi B's style. And there are moms that like to do the most. I remember, um, who is it? Teresa Judice from Real Housewives of New Jersey. She would dress her daughters up in all types of nonsense, right? So some, some, some moms want to do the most with their kids. And that would probably be the target audience for Cardi B's baby line. Since they 39 said they grow too quick to waste the money. I agree with you, but for some parents, every moment is precious. And they want to make sure their baby is fly at every moment of childhood, right? So parents are going to flock to it. Some parents are not. But I'm interested to see what Cardi B's uh, baby clothing line looks like. Um, Angel Saray said, but she got the money to maintain that. She does. She does. Um, and I think this is, this is a good move for Cardi. So she's had collaborations in the past. You know, she had the Fashion Nova collaboration. But this would actually be her own clothing line. So I'm very proud of her for this. And I'm very proud of her for, you know, solidifying the intellectual property. Um, <clears throat> oh, Cynthia39, Lareed agrees with you. She said, I agree. And they could be fly for less. Very true. But we have some people out there, you know, they love names. They love name brands. So, um... One of the people who I love to follow on Instagram is Cash Doll. Um, she is a rapper. If you don't know who Cash Doll is, if you know who Cash Doll is, please give me some dollar signs. But Cash Doll, she's to the total opposite of me. She loves brand name, brand name, everything. It's got to be Louis, Chanel, Christian Dior, all that stuff, right? I don't get it, but it's so funny how she gets so excited over these brand names, and I don't understand. But there are some people out here who love Brent. You never heard of her sincere? It's cool. Um, it's cool. Lorene has heard of Cash Doll. But yeah, some people just love having brand name stuff. They love knowing that their things are expensive. They love for other people to know the brands that they have. Jasmine knows who Cash Doll is. Um, sincere 39 said, have you heard of Hush Puppy? You talking about the Nigerian scammer who got caught in Dubai? Um... <clears throat> Anyway, so uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Cardi B's baby line, seeing, you know, the things that she comes out. I feel like it's going to be a lot of head bows, a lot of bows, big bright bows with sparkles. Uh, yeah, I did hear about them since they're not. That's crazy. Um, okay, 
So we are moving on to our third story of the evening. Before we do that, I want to do a quick commercial break. Ladies and gentlemen, you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you want to catch up on back episodes of NPL Legal Dish, you can go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. There you can subscribe to the YouTube channel where I house all of the video recordings or and and or you can subscribe to the podcast where you get the audio version of this show. If you can't watch it, you can at least listen to it, all right? So check your girl out. I got lots of good information. I tell jokes, I sing, I do, you know, I do what I can to entertain you. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Moving uh, back to our comments. And see if they're not said, Hush Puppy should have stayed off the gram. Look, I heard about one story. I was not looking into this because when I heard Dubai and Scammer, I was like, you are going to jail. Period. Because <laughs> Dubai does not play about crime. Not only that, Hush Puppy is wanted like all over the world. Um, but yes, so good luck to him. Uh, all right, so moving on to our almost last story of the evening. If we have some time, we're going to talk about what we said we're going to talk about, but don't hold me to it, all right? Um, any Redskins fans in the house? If you are a Redskins fan, yes, I have to use the name right now. Because that's the only name that we have. But um, if you, for those of you that don't know, I'm referring to the Washington Redskins, the, uh, the, 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 the football team for the D.C. area. Um, yes, and they're $400 million. Uh, but uh, the Redskins are no more, y'all. The Redskins have caved into pressure from their, uh, from their, Ad, from their investors and from their advertisers, they have asked the Redskins to change their name. Hey, Eddie. And they are finally changing their name after 87 years. They are changing the name and logo. Here is the problem. They are for 76 Grimke. You still in here? Uh, <laughs> yes, over there. Uh, um, here's the problem. There is a man by the name of Martin McCauley, Okay. Yes, in say 39, they did have to. That name was racist. Um, there's a man by the name of Martin McCauley, and he is known as a trademark squad. Okay, you here? Because 76 Grimke, I, I was already planning to do the story, but they sent me the story today, too. Um, this guy, Martin McCauley, is known as a trademark squatter. And basically, since 2015, he has filed trademark applications for every possible name that they could want to trademark that they could want to change the Redskins' name to. He has filed applications for the Washington Red Tails, the Renegades, the Monuments, the Veterans, the Red-Tailed Hawks. Um, and these are just the ones that he filed. Hi, Violet Owl Creations. These are just the ones that he filed after July 3rd when the Redskins announced that they were changing the name. He has a bunch of other trademarks that he filed prior to when, you know, there were rumblings about changing it. So this guy is has been has invested over $20,000 in trademarking potential um in trademarking potential uh, names for the Washington Redskins. Now, this could cause them a problem down the line because the Redskins never planned to change their name. So it's not like they had any other names in the back pocket. So if they want to go with any of these names, like the Red Tails, the Renegades, the Monuments, the Veterans, the Red-Tailed Hawks, or any iteration that Mr. McCauley has already trademarked, they're probably going to have to break him off a little money to get it from him. Hello, T. Good RBG. All right. 
So, um, the, the Redskins, you know, while they are revamping, you know, they're, they're going to have to kind of be strategic about what they name the team because chances are Martin McCauley probably already owns the trademark to it, right? Now, um, the thing is Martin McCauley's applications prior to this haven't been contested because the, uh, the, the Redskins never planned on changing the name, but you know, now that these, uh, some of these trademarks are, you know, nice and settled, not these ones that he filed July 3rd, but the ones he may have filed in 2015, 2016, if the Redskins decide to change their name to anything like that, they're going to have to go through Martin first. So this is the power of trademarks. Martin McCauley has been betting on the, the, the Redskins changing the name, and he was willing to invest that money to get all these trademarks in place. So this is the definition of squatting. He's not doing anything with the names. He's buying them up on the on the off chance that they change the name and they need it from him. Since 39 said they have to pay him, smart, right, okay. So... We're going to have to wait and see what happens. We don't know what um, the Washington Redskins are going to change their name to. Uh, they said that they were going to um, reveal it today. I have not heard any updates. Has anybody else heard any updates? Oh, I'm glad. I'm, oh, okay. I'm glad that you're interested in this story, AP Jackson. Has anybody heard any updates about the Redskins and the new name that they are choosing? Let me know because I, I can't be everywhere. But... I will say I'm very glad that, you know, the Redskins are changing the name. Um, this is, this shows just how societal pressure, you know, can be just as effective as a, as a judicial ruling. They didn't have to change the name, right? The reason they are changing the name is because there is such a public outcry that their investors said, hey, you can't, like, we're not going to be able to work with you if you keep this up, right? Um, Angel Saray said there's no update. 76 Grimke said nothing so far since say 39 said no, haven't heard anything. Okay, so as far as we know, the team formerly known as the Washington Redskins currently does not have a new name, but uh, we'll have to wait and see what they come out with and see if it is already owned by Mr. Martin McCauley. Um, so, you know, in on one hand, I want, you know, congratulations to him for betting on, you know, the long shot and, you know, thinking that the Redskins were going to change the name because you, because he didn't know. It was not a definite that they were going to do that. And now he could get broken off a large sum of money because he had the forethought to say, you know what? One day the Redskins are going to change their name and I'm going to have it. Right. So good luck to you, Mr. McCauley. All right. Okay. So we have time left. Laree, where you at? Uh, we have a little bit of time left. I want to talk to you guys about non-disclosure agreements and entanglements. <laughs> okay. If you have been following how, even if it hasn't been closely, if you have heard of the Will Jada August Alcina debacle, please give me, uh, I don't even know what emoji would go with this. Just give me a star emoji. Um, yes, me too. I listen, this is my stuff. I do pop culture and celebrity news. All right. Yes. Um, all right. If you have heard of the Will Jada August Alcina debacle, give me a star. 
And let me tell you how this is a lesson in non-disclosure agreements. Look. I understand August Alcina, thank you for the star 76 Grim Grant. August Alcina is heartbroken. He loved Jada. Right? But Jada did not do her job. Now we all know we have heard for years about the Smiths and you know the their proclivities and whatever might or might not be yes entanglement. Whatever might or might not be happening in their marriage, right? But we never had any confirmation. Why? Because everyone suspected that their partners had very strong NDAs. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you, Sincere. Um, AP Jackson said, if I got myself in an adulterous affair, it's a private affair, right? Okay. And we've heard for years that the Smiths, you know, they're swingers or whatever, or they have other partners, but we have never had confirmation because we just always assumed that there were NDAs involved. Had Jada done her due diligence and had Mr. Alcina sign a non-disclosure agreement, none of this would probably be happening. Even though I do believe that Mr. Alcina he does have some emotional issues. He needs therapy, and that may not have stopped him, but at least the Smiths would have had some recourse because when you have a non-disclosure agreement, hi, Nessie Time, if somebody breaks it, you can sue them because usually a non-disclosure agreement has a sum amount that says if you violate this non-disclosure agreement, we can sue you for this amount of money. AP Jackson said, I won't be the one at all. Um, Sincere 39 said they shouldn't have had to come out. They shouldn't have had to come out, but they did not dot their I's and cross their T's. And this is the same thing in business. You need to make sure that your contracts are signed and filed. Jada, um, Jada was just, you know, off, you know, in her entanglement with this little boy, letting him run around with him and did not bother to secure the, the silence, right? With the, with the, with the non-disclosure agreement. Larissa said, I agree, August needs therapy. Absolutely. That boy is hurt, and he's had a lot of pain in his life. But that does not, um, ex um, and separation doesn't mean I'm legally available. Well, you know what? People have different rules in their marriages these days. You know, um, monogamy is not an automatic for a lot of people in this day and age. So we're not going to judge what they do in their marriage. However, if you don't want your business in the streets, you need to be having these non-disclosure agreements on call. Now, we have heard rumors about Will Smith having affairs with other women, but we've never had confirmation. And I'm pretty sure it's because Will has these NDAs signed, you know, at the gate. Jada, you know, she's messing around with her son's friend, which, ew. Um, you know, he's young and... And she probably just, you know, lost her head and whatever was going on between her and Will. And she didn't get that NDA signed. Um, <clears throat> not what you would do. Not what I would do either, girl. 27 years my junior? No, thank you. What am I doing with a man 20, minutes, 20 years younger than me? <laughs> yeah, not Will. Um, but whatever they do, whatever you do in the privacy of your home is, is your business as long as you have a non-disclosure agreement. Not having a non-disclosure agreement, especially when you are a high-profile couple like Will and Jada, that can be detrimental because you know that people are just waiting to run to the tabloids with a story. So the lesson that we learned from Will and Jada is, one, don't be messing with your children's friends, 
And two, if you want to keep your stuff a secret, have a non-disclosure agreement. This goes for relationships. This goes for business ideas. All of that. Non-disclosure agreements are important. I have some comments here. Uh, since 39 said, Jada has gotten real strange. Um, Eddie Jean 15 said, I'm curious about his agenda because this happened four years ago. Uh, since it there now said young hips, <laughs> uh, Eddie, I think that this was, this is a mixture of being scorned and him having an album come out. I think that Jada, you know, she had her, and this is just my opinion. I don't have no facts. I think Jada, you know, she said she wanted to feel good. She hung out with August for a little bit. She got her groove back. And then she was like, you know, I'm a, I'm a turn back to this marriage. I'm gonna do my own thing. And I think August, he got caught up in his feelings. He thought it was more than it was. And he got his feelings hurt. <clears throat> okay. Uh, 76 Grimke said he was speaking his truth. Since it 39, isn't August older than their kids? I don't know how old the Smith kids are right now. I know that August Alcina is like 27 right now. And when him and Jada met, he was in the 21, 22 year range. Um, so, and I think he's 27 and she's 47 right now. Um, Lorit said, I think it's because of the new album and he's her. I think so too. Um, I think that, you know, he, re he probably really fell in love with her. He was young. You see this older, beautiful woman who's like, you know, taking interest in you and really interested in helping you get better. And he fell in love and unfortunately it wasn't returned. And now you have this big old mess. Um, Violet Owl Creation said he's the same age as Will's oldest son. Sincere 39 said, I thought he was 30. No, he ain't even 30 yet, Sincere. He's not even 30 yet. Um, but besides the, you know, the details of this entanglement, um, Jada could have avoided all this with a non-disclosure agreement. Why don't you have him sign one? Um, AP Jackson said closer to kids age than hers. He's hurt. He is, he's very hurt. But even in your hurt state, Jada as the responsible party, Jada, you and Will, you know, have allegedly been doing this thing for years. Oh, Violet Owl Creation said he was Trey's friend. You and Will have, have allegedly been doing this thing for years. So I'm sure you have, you know, documentation and processes and paperwork that people have to sign so your business doesn't get out in the street. What happened, Jada? Um, <clears throat> since the asked, oh, he was Will's first son friend. I thought he was Jaden and Willow's friend. Hi, Chef Kitty. I don't know whose friend he was. I just know he was friends with one of their children. And if somebody is friends with my children, we not here. We not going to be, we not, we not here. No, you go over there with my kids, right? But that's not what happened here. And unfortunately, Jada did not take the steps to protect her privacy and make sure that August Alcina signed an NDA agreement. Now, signing the agreement doesn't mean that he was necessarily going to follow it. He could have been like, I don't care about no NDA and still went on TV. But at least they would have recourse. But August is just out here telling his truth and Jada just has to eat it. Um... <clears throat> Sincere 39 said, this is too confusing for my, this is too confusing for my old brain. Confusing for me too. I don't know how it got this bad. Eddie Jean said, off limits for sure. Absolutely. Larissa said it was Jaden's friend. He was, he was their children's friend. I can, look, I am a certain number of ages. Uh, I cannot see myself having a male friend and coming around my mama and my mama 
hanging out with my male friend. No, that's not going to happen. My mother is well into her ages. She has her own friends. That's not her generation. What are you doing hanging out with my friends, mama? (laughs) Yes. Um, But yeah, so the moral of the story that I think that we can take as professionally and personally from Will and Jada is make sure you have your non-disclosure agreements if you don't want your business in the street, okay? Um, (laughs) Just, I don't care if they're your children's friend. I don't care if they're your best friend. I don't care who they are in your life. The only way to keep a secret is for, between two people, is for one of them to die or have a non-disclosure agreement. So, in the future, if you have anything, if you do anything that you do not want to get out in the world, at least have an NDA. And that is all I'm going to say about that. I have my thoughts on the situation, but I don't live their life. I don't look at, I don't have to wake up in the morning and be them. So whatever makes y'all feel good, go, you know, do it. Just make sure you're not harming anybody in, make sure you're not harming anybody in the process and make sure that they, um, you know, that they can keep their mouth closed. All right. Um, but that is what I'm going to leave you with on tonight. Uh, thank you guys so much for your participation. Thank you for your commentary. Thank you for just being here. It's so much fun when you guys get involved in the conversation. We're going to be back here tomorrow night for more um, stories. If you find anything, please, please, please. Sorry, I heard knock. I thought somebody was knocking on my door. If you um, if you find any stories you would like me to talk about, please, please, please send them to me. Um, Again, if you would like to work with me to get your business paperwork together, go to Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm and book your free consultation today. Um, Yeah, that's all I have for you. Oh, thank you, Lareed. And take care of yourselves. Wash your hands. Stay inside. Um, Have a good night. Bye.